Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What other sports talk show or talk show period do you get to be on TV and right when you come on the screen, you're chugging an energy drink? <laughs> what a time to be alive. This, this is, uh, for those that know, that follow along, Nuanas now, welcome in. 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. For those that know me, you know that I, I am obsessed with my variety of elixirs. And I'm also not one of those guys that'll just anything down the hatch. Used to be, certainly used to be, very health conscious, uh, despite my, you know, appearance, as it were. Uh, But this, uh, I think, is probably the most incorrectly branded thing I've ever found. And one of the great elixirs I've ever found. If you're watching on TV, you can see this is like a black and yellow can. It's called Riot Energy. It looks exactly like you'd think, you know, a monster or a Red Bull or whatever. I'm not trying to demean it. If you drink all that stuff, that's all good. All, all I'm saying is I'm a big ingredients guy. This has the cleanest ingredients and the cleanest organic, naturally sourced, plant-based caffeine of any drink I've ever found. And it's just so funny because when I look at the can, I'm like, whew, seems like I might just be drinking a, a just a, a vat of just, you know, monster energy juice, but that's not the case. It, it's clean, so, you know, judge least you be judged, but uh, if I'm drinking one of those, you know we're going to have a great day. Tuesday means it's a heavy slate of prep sports here. A couple fun guests. Been really working hard on Mondays and Tuesdays to try to get you some fun prep guests on on this Tuesday show, so I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're appreciating it. A couple of the, uh, the longest term and uh, veteran head coaches in the class AA. I guess Rob Stanton at, at Billings West, he's been a coach in the AA forever. He's been the head coach there at Billings West for about half a dozen years. But that, he's getting to be a veteran now. And Ari Gray at uh, Butte High, he's been there for more than a decade. So both those guys, Rob Stanton, Billings West, uh, Ari Gray, Butte High School, they'll both join us. And they each have the distinction of teams that are playing against two of the state championship favorites uh, at the double-A level. The uh, Butte High Bulldogs go to hell in the Capitol on Friday night. So we'll get Coach Gray's take on the Bruins. And Rob Stanton's squad, the Billings West Golden Bears, they host 
Missoula Sentinel, another rematch. These two teams have played five, count them, five times over the last couple years. So we get to see another playoff version, not the state championship for the first time in a little while, uh, but we get to see Missoula Sentinel, Billings West, round three playoff edition and round five overall uh, dating back to the beginning of the 2020 season. So that'll be fun. We'll take you through all the action that happened over the weekend, scores, updates, uh, all that sort of stuff. We also have um, our Treasure State Stars from the week. We're going to highlight some of the smaller schools. Got some Treasure State Stars out of the Class B. We'll also give you some of the standouts from the soccer pitch as well. State champions crowned around the state of Montana this last weekend. Top of the hour, we're going to have a loose and free-flowing Big Sky Conference conversation. Talk some basketball. What are the, some of the predominant and prevalent storylines from around the league? We talked preseason polls, preseason all-conference teams, a year, uh, a, a week ago, excuse me, not a year ago, a week ago. And uh, so we'll get into some of that stuff. We'll also maybe talk about some Big Sky Conference football stuff as well. And then Ryan Hanovan, who's joined us uh, previously on the show. He is the former uh, head coach of the University of Montana lacrosse team, as well as now a guy who's heavily involved over there at the sports barn. And it's the first Tuesday of the month, so that means it's our youth sports segment. So he's going to tell you all the things he's got over there for your kiddos at the sports barn. Uh, to keep them busy throughout the winter. So there you go. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Uh, before we talk about um, high school sports, a couple notes for you. First of all, the World Series was postponed last night, so rescheduling of Game Two, uh, that's coming up. And uh, I don't know; it's just it's fascinating to me how it wasn't that big of a storyline. I don't know; it was sort of weird. the uh, The World Series not being played last night was sort of weird. Uh, I feel like there's so much. Um, how do you say? I feel like so many people that do like baseball don't like these teams. <laughs> And so then, and then there's all the, the the continued scuttle of how do you get back fans back to Major League Baseball? Um, you know, if if Bryce Harper, one of the great stars in the game, doesn't bring you there, if yeah, I don't know, I don't know what what the story is, but the World Series will uh, continue uh, here shortly. So we'll, we'll give you updates. Uh, but right now, just one game into the World Series, and uh, Houston up one to nothing. Um, I was thinking about this. One other thing. We we sort of went all the way down the rabbit hole on the uh, Montana Grizzlies yesterday because that's what happens when the Grizz are on a three-game losing streak and the Cats have a bye. But here we are now into November. This is the first day of November. Happy November, everybody. And uh, I was thinking, though, I asked one of of, uh, my buddies who's a big-time Grizz fan and supporter. I asked, um, oh, the World Series is tied 1-1. What do I know? I'm just the ESPN guy. Thank you, uh, producers in the back. Game three tonight. So um, 1-1 for the World Series. I, I must have missed one in there. I don't know. I was driving 975 miles in 33 hours. I don't really know uh, what was going on in the wider world of sports. I uh, did watch, actually, the... Uh, Justin Verlander and, and the Astros blow the lead in, in uh, game one. So I did watch that one. So 
Game three tonight. There you go. That's your World Series update. But one of my friends, I was texting with him. He's a big-time Grizz fan. And he said uh, something along the lines of, uh, I love Bobby Houck, and I love the fit he is for the Montana football program, and I hope the Grizz can get things back on track. And I asked him, not with any sort of uh, indication or, or premise or um, implication behind it, I said, what is it that you love about, about Coach Houck? And I think there is a lot to like about Bobby Houck and his fit at the University of Montana. But I asked him, I said, I really, I really want to know from people in the community, what is it that gives you the faith that Montana to return to a national championship level, it's going to happen with Bobby Houck at the helm? And he said, you know, honestly, when I really think about it, it's nostalgia. It's, it's the, the success that Montana had in yesteryear when Bobby Houck was the head coach between 2003 and 2009. I thought that was an honest answer. I thought it was a good answer. But then I just I just started thinking about how long ago 2009 was. And sometimes we hear things like 10 years ago, 13 years ago, 14 years ago, whatever. And it seems like if it's any less than 20 years ago, we sort of don't want to acknowledge just how long ago that was because we don't want to feel older or really acknowledge how much has changed in our lives, in our town, in our community, in our state, in our world. But I was just thinking, it just got me thinking back to 2009. And that was when, you know, my brother was playing for the University of Montana. It was his first fall as a redshirt freshman there for the Grizz. He had just graduated high school. I had just graduated college in the spring of 2009. So I had done, you know, some reporting for the Kaiman and the Missoulian. But I hadn't taken my full, first full-time, you know, newspaper job yet. And... uh it's just crazy how much has changed in my life and just around Missoula and around the Big Sky Conference. And so then that's why I sometimes wonder and sometimes question just the the rerun, the, the strategy, the, the the run it back mentality. Because you know, I, I, I remember teasing Coach Houck and some of the Grizz assistants uh, when they first got back the first time I went to a fall camp practice down at, at the uh, Dorn Blazer Field, that first fall camp in 2018, they were doing so many drills and so many things that looked pretty similar, if not identical, to what I saw when I was a student reporter in the 2000s going to school at Montana. I'd go down to girls football practice to, you know, back then partially just watch my buddies, but also, you know, get a tidbit here or there or whatever. Consistency, discipline, um, attention to detail, the love of the game, those things still being omnipresent is very good for Grizz football, I believe. And, and I think that that's been proven to be true. But I also think that in life, in sports, individually, as an organization, no matter what you're analyzing, if you're trying to do it the same way you've always done it, the chances of that being successful for a really, really long time, if not forever, is very slim, if not none. The The keys to life in the modern age, I, I'm reading this book called uh, 21 Questions for the 21st Century. It's all about how our lives have evolved over the first 22 years of this 21st century 
and what we can expect in the, over the next 30 and the rapid acceleration of everything around us. We all feel it. We've never been so busy. Every time I ask anybody, how you doing? I'm busy, man. So busy. Can't keep up with any of it. Part of it is because you can stay connected to everything and everybody all the time. That's exhausting. You also can be connected to the world at large on such a uh, an intimate level. You can follow, if you want, you can follow world news and the stock market and the economy and everything on your phone all day in real time if you really want. That's all to say, though, I think that the the key to future successes and present successes, flexibility, creativity, communication, the ability to always evolve, and most importantly, self-awareness to know where you need to evolve at all times. If you're ever maintaining, you're falling behind. If you're ever stagnant, you're falling behind. And so I'm just wondering, and I'm not saying the Grizz are here yet. All I'm saying is, if the thought is that someday in the near and present or or distant, near or distant future, that the University of Montana is going to look like they did on the football field in 2006 and they'll execute exactly how they did and all these different factors will come to fruition and they'll make a run to national championship games with Montana born and bred players and guys running the ball down the opponent's throats and all this sort of stuff. If you think it's going to happen exactly how it happened in the past, it's not. It's not going to. It's not It's not part of our reality. You have to continue to evolve creatively, consciously, through communication, and you also have to always be on high alert of self-awareness. And that's the only way that any of us will ever evolve. And I, I always hark it back. People say Nick Saban's done it the same way at Alabama. No, he hasn't. He absolutely has not. Nick Saban has done it so much different at Alabama the last five years than he did the first 10 years. What team in college football that was good in 2009 that's still good now looks the same? Oh, wait. What team in any sport, anywhere, looks the same as they did 13 years ago and is equally as successful? None. You have to continue to evolve So that would be one thing I think when we're talking big picture about the University of Montana, they must continue to evolve. you got to figure out a way to play modern football. You have to have answers for the questions. When when teams are running all sorts of different personnel groups, it used to be for the Grizz being tougher and more ferocious and more on brand and playing harder than everybody else and just, you know, out out manning you was the was the way they were gonna win. I don't know if I don't think you can do that anymore. Football is a fundamentally and objectively different game than it was 13 years ago. I mean, there's a reason that Nick Saban won a national championship with AJ McCarron, and there's also a reason that Nick Saban won national championships with Tua Tagovailoa and Mac Jones. Totally different styles, totally different types of quarterbacks. At some point, you got to realize a quarterback is the guy that's going to lead you. You know, I mean, I always fall back on Missoula being one of the greatest college towns in the United States. University of Montana, one of the most beautiful campuses you'll ever find anywhere. A community that's obsessed, truly actually obsessed with Grizz Athletics. A, a community that will prop its athletes up and give them the world. No matter what, really, but especially if they're successful. Why can't you just go get all the best players in the region? I mean, I'm not saying you're going to straight out recruit University of Washington, but... 
And Montana has good talent right now. I do think they have good talent. They could and should have way better talent. They should have no excuse for having anything but cream of the crop. Like, how does Eastern Washington get seven straight Walter Payton Award finalist quarterbacks and Montana's getting none? How? you got to go get some guys. And so so much of it is just about the way uh, that you go about doing it. All right, so that's the last Grizz rant I'll have for a little while. We'll get back to some more college football later on. But I just wanted to to just challenge everybody out there to think – about your addiction to nostalgia. I think it's a very, very omnipresent thing in our world right now. Like, ask yourself, why do you watch, you know, Grey's Anatomy? I don't know how many people that listen to this show are Grey's Anatomy people, but I know so many people that watch Grey's Anatomy even though they already know what's going to happen. It's all about your comfort zone. It's all about you finding a way to disconnect or, you know, blind yourself or, or whatever, all I'm saying is our addiction to nostalgia will be the thing that holds us back forever, no matter what. And this is not about Grizz football. This is about life in general. You got to have foresight, creativity. You have to be able to pivot. You always got to stay ahead of the curve. And the key to staying ahead of the curve is always being able to evaluate you, yourself, your team, your organization, your community. Okay, I, just, I had to say it. Rant over. The Grizz back at home this weekend. New place to watch the game. 6 p.m. kickoff against Cal Poly. The uh, Silver Slipper will have it on for you. They have drink specials every single day at the Slipper. 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, pizza, and a sports bet Montana team. There's no better place you should be watching your favorite team at the Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. They also have their card room back open. Uh, nightly games at 7 p.m. You can call or text 333-1500 or visit MissoulaPoker.com. Stop by today. And see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. State soccer came to a close this last weekend. I guess soccer around the state, I should say. State champions crowned in AA and A for boys and girls soccer. We'll have more soccer coverage for you uh, here on Nuanas Now. Upcoming, uh, again, some uh, guests from the Hellgate soccer team and uh, also probably some others here in upcoming weeks. But here's how it all went down. Missoula Hellgate Beat Billings Senior 1-0. That's four state titles in a row for the Hellgate Knights. That was their ninth state title match in a row. And for once, they didn't play Bozeman. So great win by Hellgate. Uh, The dynasty continues. What an awesome job Missoula Hellgate has done in boys' soccer. In girls' AA action, Bozeman-Dallaton gets redemption. They lost in the state title match a year ago. They get their first girls' state soccer title. 3-1 over Missoula Sentinel. Uh, great run by the Spartans. Exciting for them to get there. Uh, they beat Billings West in thrilling fashion uh, in a uh, shootout. Uh, but Gallatin comes out on top 3-1. to one. So the Raptors, the AA champions in girls soccer. In Class A girls soccer, Billings Central, they also have a bit of a dynasty. That's their 10th girls state title. They beat Whitefish 2-1. to one. Now, so congratulations to the Rams. And then in boys Class A action, Columbia Falls beats Park County High School. That's Livingston, uh, five to two for the Class A state title. So that's a new champion in uh, boys A soccer um, for the Columbia Falls Wildcats. Whitefish had won the four previous state A championships. Nuanas now, now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Bank like a local. 
Montana native or just putting down roots, Farmer State Bank will make you feel right at home. They've been helping Montanans succeed since 1907, so visit FarmersEbank.com to open your account today. Class AA football results. Kalispell Glacier shuts out Billing Senior 31-0. Gage Slider, the quarterback for the Glacier Wolfpack, he'll join us later on this week. Caught up with him earlier today. Great young man. Very fun talking with him. Bozeman Gallatin blanked Missoula Big Sky 42-0, so first playoff win in the Raptors' uh, history, third year as a school, third year playing at the AA level. Butte High beat Great Falls High 35-21, so the uh, the Bulldogs move on. Ari Gray, the head coach of Butte, will join us here in about 15 minutes. And Missoula Sentinel, they beat Great Falls CMR 50-31. to The wrestlers gave the Spartans all they could handle, uh, but Sentinel moves on into the uh, round of eight in the playoffs. So here's what your round of eight looks like at Class AA. Glacier plays at Bozeman. A doubleheader in Helena. This is actually sort of weird. I've never even seen this before. Um, but this is where we're at. Gallatin will play at Helena High. It's a 3.30 p.m. kickoff Friday. And then Butte plays at Helena Capital. So both of those games will take place at Vigilante Stadium in the capital city. The Helena High game against Gallatin, 3.30. The Butte game at Helena Capital, 7.30. Uh, there from the capital city. And then Sentinel plays at Billings West, it'll be played at Dallas Stadium at 7 p.m., uh, a rematch of each of the last two state championship games at the Class AA level. In Class A, Dillon outlasts Frenchtown 42-34 to move on. Columbia Falls blanks Miles City 48-0. Laurel rolls up Libby 45-6, and Whitefish gets past Haver 17-7. So here's what your Saturday quarterfinals for Class A look like. Whitefish is at undefeated and top-seeded Hamilton at noon. Dillon is at Billings Central. Columbia Falls at Lewistown. That's a heck of a trek. And Laurel is at Polson. So um, for those keeping track at home, Hamilton, Lewistown, and Polson all went undefeated during the regular season. So tall tasks for those visiting squads. Class B first round, Missoula Loyola. Snuck their way into the playoffs, then they go on the road and get a huge win over Townsend. That's the upset of the weekend probably for across high school football in the state of Montana. But Todd Hughes joined us last week. Missoula Loyola head coach. He'll join us again this week. So looking forward to that. Shepard got their first playoff win since 1995, beating Fairfield 20-12. Big Fork outlasts Manhattan. The Vikings undefeated going into the playoffs, but took a huge effort for them to get past Manhattan 21-16. Glasgow beats Baker 34-12. Holy Project beats Cutbank 52-14. Florence, the defending Class B champions, they move on with a 47-13 win over Whitehall. Malta bests Red Lodge 34-13, and Jefferson beats Eureka 21-6. So your final eight includes Missoula Loyola at Shepard, Glasgow at Big Fork, Florence at Huntley Project. That's honestly two of the best teams in the entire state right there, uh, squared off in Huntley. And then Jefferson plays at Malta. Class C eight-man, Flint Creek rolls Park City 62 to 6. Number one belt blasts Charlo. Uh, Charlo, excuse me, 64 to nothing. Superior get uh blows past Forsyth 52 to 6. Culbertson drills Lone Peak 64-16. Joliet rolls past Cascade 56-22. Fairview gives it to Fort Benton 64-24. 
Ennis beats Chinook 19-6, and Mission gets past Circle 48-34. So your final eight in Class C eight-man is Belt at Drummond. That's a really, really good one. It's actually in Phillipsburg, so Belt at Flint Creek in Peaburg Saturday. Superior plays at Culbertson. Fairview plays at Joliet, and Ennis plays at St. Ignatius. Uh, your quarterfinals for Class C six-man, Broadview, Levina at Roy Winifred. That's in Winifred on Friday night. And then three games on Saturday, Valier at Medicine Lake and uh, Bridger at Ch- Chester Joplin Inverness, Custer Heisha Melstone at Big Sandy for your final eight for Class C six-man. A rematch again of the Class AA state championship from the last two years. Sentinel travels to Billings to take on the Go- the Golden Bears of Billings West. We should just start, start calling it Super Tuesday. That's where we do all of our prep coverage around here. Not all, but the preliminary prep coverage for the week uh, as we are so clogged up now on Mondays with the Monday uh, afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Mornowig and the Montana Football Hour. Our prep coverage rolls on here on Nuanas now. Happy first day of November, everybody, and we are joined now by Rob Stanton. He's the head coach of the Billings West Golden Bears. He's joined us periodically throughout the last several years as his squad has been outstanding, and now they're into the final eight of the Class Double playoffs again coach Stan thanks for joining us how you doing I'm doing great thanks for having me appreciate it uh, first and foremost let's talk just about your season um, you guys had a tough non-conference got to play a couple of the best teams in the state in uh, Missoula Sentinel and Helena Capital and started out 0-2 but then you had a hard-fought win over Bozeman Gallatin which looks like a great win now that Gallatin's also into uh, the round of eight and uh, then he really got rolling and, and ripped off six in a row so just tell us about sort of the arc of your season and how your guys have improved throughout the year yeah and and we know coming in uh, to the year that we would be very, very young and and really the only um, kid that we had coming back that had a lot of experience was Jacob Anderson, who's going to be going on to Oregon State. So we were young all over the place, and uh, we started some sophomores this year. We had two or three guys on our team. So we knew that coming into those first two games, we loved it because you're going to play the two best teams in the state, and you, know, you may take your lumpings and you kind of see um, – which guys are ready to keep on playing, which guys you probably need to give another shot to, whether they're a one or two or three. So we um, didn't anticipate being on two, but, you know, we knew that we would be able to um, be stronger um, by playing those two teams. And, and I think it's made us a better team in that Gallatin game, which you said was uh, real important and, you know, came down to uh, a couple of plays here and there at the end. But, um, you know, then we finished up with Bozeman and, you know, we, um, I thought we played pretty well, particularly in the second half, and we lost a couple guys in that game and you know a couple starters. But uh, you know we're in the final eight, so we're we're pretty tickled right now. Bozeman, similar sort of start. They play the similar non-conference as you guys, and then they really got rolling as well. So um, how do you think last week kind of set you up for now getting into the playoffs? You played one of the best teams in the East last week to finish up the regular season. Yeah, that, and and Bozeman was playing very very well. So. You know, always a couple of plays here and there, but it, it, it was 21-7 going into the halftime. And, you know, the second half, I thought our kids played one of the better halves that we've played all year, particularly on defense. Um, Bozeman had 62 yards total in the second half and seven punts. So we just couldn't capitalize on on a couple of things. We had some really good field position, but, um, you know, it really came down to the last drive, and, and we had two shots in the end zone. And one we overthrew, and one was kind of in our hands and, and, and dropped from there. So... It's, it's a, it makes us better. We, we're glad to get the week off. You know, we had some guys who were dinged up, and we, we are a lot healthier now than we were two weeks ago. So, 
you know, it was, um, it's always good to have games like that. And, and Bozeman's been a really good foe for us and, and a really, a really good rival that we respect the heck out of each other. Rob Stanton joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. He's the head coach of Billings West. They host Missoula Sentinel on Friday. Uh, coach, last broad question for you before we get into this upcoming matchup. What do you think about Class AA this year? Because it seems like there's a lot of really good teams uh, so far, and you guys have played quite a few of them as well, so probably uh, happy that your team is at least battle-tested coming into playoffs. But what did you think of just the landscape of AA this year? You know, parity is probably the word that comes up the most, excluding Hell in the Capital because they're nine and zero, and you know I think they've uh, they haven't been really tested that much. Um, Hell in a high, obviously at the the last part of the or the last game this year, but you know Capital I think right now is the team, and um, everybody's looking up uh, up at them right now. But I think uh, you know it's it's good to have parity like this, and it's good to have close contests throughout the season. And you know I think the number one goal that every team has is is to win their conference and. You know, we didn't win our conference, but we were second, which gave us a bye and gave us a little bit of time off. But I think it's good that we have games like this. And, you know, nobody wants to have a, a blowout game or be a part of a blowout game. And and I think it's good for uh, for AA that we have some teams that are, uh, you know, right now a lot of teams could um, be in that Final Four. And once you get to the Final Four, who knows what happens after that. Well, you guys are very familiar then with your opponent on Friday night. You played Missoula Sentinel a handful of times now these last couple of years, including earlier on this year. So the second time that Sentinel has to come to Billings, uh, what do you see out of the Spartans? And is there any carryover from that season opening matchup? Or are the teams way different than they were several months ago? Well, I think we're way different, and I think we're both way better. And, you know, it's a... Uh... It's a, a familiar opponent, and I can even go back to when I first started uh, at West, and I got the head coaching job, and we had battles back then too. Um, I remember we played in the Washington Grizzly Stadium, and um, you know we snuck out a win. We had a, a guy jump over the center and, and block a kick. So this goes way back, and it's a good um, it's a good opponent that we um, we have familiarity with, and um, they're just uh, Dane does a good job with those guys. They're an excellent and well coached team, and you know, we we have had uh, battles with them, obviously, the last two years. And, you know, but I was thinking a little bit earlier this morning, um, some of the guys that we have on our team were in junior high when we played two years ago for the state championship. So um, we are familiar, and, and I think that first game was pivotal. And, you know, they got out in front of a 17-0. Then, you know, we came back and uh, almost squeaked one out at the end. So that's when I thought that we'd be a, a pretty good football team uh, when we played that second half. So... Throughout the whole year, we've been a, a better second-half team for some reason, and, and hopefully we can get a better start this uh, this first half next time we play them. Missoula Sentinel at Buildings West Friday night. Rob Stanton, the head coach of the Golden Bears, joining us here on Nuanas. Now, last couple things for you, Coach. Sentinel has so much speed, and uh, they do a really good job of getting a lot of their guys in space. So what do you think of that element of the matchup? How do you hope to combat that? Very difficult. And, you know, Dan does a great job of, of getting – our guys and everybody else's guys to get their eyes wrong. And once you get out of position or you're looking at the wrong thing, and so, you know, looking at your, you should be looking at your keys and sometimes you're looking at all the motion in the backfield. And once Alex Jones gets out in space, then that's difficult to get him down. So, um, you know, they're giving the ball to JJ a little bit too. And I, I think that they're, uh, they're an explosive team, like you said, with good speed. And, you know, they really do a good job with all that stuff that's happening in the backfield to get those linebackers and DPs and, you know, chasing things and the ball's coming right back to them. So, you know, we're going to have to take care of that and, you know, key our, our reads and, 
and kind of uh, stay put for a little bit until we decipher what's happening with that play. But um, lots of speed that we're obviously concerned about. Last thing for you then, what are the keys to the matchup for Billings West if you're to advance on, and uh, how do you hope your guys prepare mentally with a two-time defending state champion Spartans coming to town? You know, we, we've been preparing uh, very well, and, you know, we kind of anticipated this matchup and, you know, a little bit more time to prepare for some things and, you know, kind of go back to some fundamentals. Um, going to the game, no turnovers, like every coach would say, no turnovers and, you know, kind of uh, – Adversity. Once they get an explosive play and get some chunks, you gotta, you gotta, you know, kind of the old bend don't break. But they're, we haven't had any success with them. You know, the last uh, four times we played them, so I would anticipate they're going to be um, very confident, and they should be. Um, so we have a uh, we have a high task ahead of us, and but our kids have done a very good job of preparing, and um, hopefully we didn't have too much uh, Halloween candy last night, and we'll get after today and yesterday we had a really good practice and we're looking forward to today and and we can't wait to play on friday night greatest time of year winning you're in lose a go yeah. home <laughs> well, it's been a great season all the way already for all of these teams that are in the class double a and all the high school playoffs across the state of montana billings west head coach rob stanton joining us here on nuanas now coach we really appreciate the time and best of luck on friday thank you i appreciate the call those guys are going to tell stories forever about West versus Sentinel, you know. Remember the time we played West five times over? They've had some great games, whether it was the state championship game in Billings in 2020, the uh, season opener at Washington Grizz the next year, the state championship in Missoula, the season opener this year. Now they play for the fifth time over the last two and a half years or so. Should be a fun one as Sentinel on a quest for a third straight state championship West has won a lot of state championships as well. They were the 2018 champion uh, at the AA level. And then Bozeman won 2019. Then Sentinels won the last two. So these are two of the best programs in the state. Should be a fun one. Helena Capital is also a huge favorite. They host Butte High. Ari Gray will give us his scout of the Bruins as his Bulldogs. Take the show on the road this upcoming week. More prep coverage. Mining City style, Ari Gray of the Butte High Bulldogs joins us next. Keep it right here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuan is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. This is some OG ESPN bumper music for you. Welcome back on your Tuesday. Well, Our Lady Peace. That was like in the rotation when I first started here. It's been almost, it's been more than now five years. 
Rolling here at ESPN Radio. Couldn't do without all of you, the millions listening around the world. Thanks so much for hanging out with us uh, here on your radio dial or uh, on the television or uh, on the ESPN MT app. No matter how you're tuning in, we appreciate you being here. Uh, always fun, always therapeutic. I always appreciate you letting me get my my soliloquies off my chest, you know. Sports are they're a huge part of, of American culture for sure. But the things we like about sports, the thing is the thing that most people think they like about sports is the the tribalism and the the rooting interest and the the betting and the smack talking and all that stuff. But really, the thing we actually really like about sports is the way it mirrors life and the way that it mirrors what we hope and want life to be about. Overcoming adversity, uh, revealing character, working together for a common good, revealing confidence, uh, building uh, confidence, and and all of these things. So I always appreciate you for letting me uh, get my thoughts and and, uh, feelings off my chest. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We are coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and happy to say so. I buried the lead. You came for the sandwiches. We're already running behind, so let's do it right now. Tagliari Deli, the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, delicious. Just unbelievably good. You know, I've been uh, I- I've been dodging my guys down at the tag. Oh, I went, actually went there to get some specialty olive oils the other day because I had a big pasta cooking weekend on the horizon. This is what my life has become. Uh, work 100 hours a week until Sunday afternoons and then just cook pasta. <laughs> I mean, it's not really too bad. It's honestly a pretty good life. Got some delicious olive oil uh, at the uh, Tagliari Deli. They have great specialty Italian goods, but it's the sandwiches that keep you coming back for more. Uh, I had to get myself one and try to lay off as much of the carbs as I can, you know, because we have these parties at Missoula Broadcasting where you eat a whole pan of lasagna and eat a whole uh, baguette from from uh, La Petite. You know, it, it's, a, it's a balancing act, to be sure. You don't care about any of that. You want some free Tagliari. 406-888-1029. Call us right now. Call number 4. 888-1029-888-1029. Tagliari Tuesday, every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. Call us right now. We can get you hooked up. $25 gift card to tag right there on the corner of Beckwith and Higgins right next to the roundabout. Well, Tuesday here on Nuanas Now rolls on. Heavy high school football because we're now into the playoffs. We check in now in the Mining City. Ari Gray joins us. He's the head coach of the Butte High Bulldogs, and uh, they had a nice win over Great Falls High in the first round of the Class AA playoffs to move on, and now they get to take on number one, Helena Capital, undefeated so far for the Bruins. Coach, first of all, just take us through your season. It was a very, very challenging uh, AA, especially in the West. I know you guys had a tough start to the year that included a loss to Great Falls, but then you get them back. But just take us through kind of the scope of your season and where you've seen your team improve. Yeah, you know, you look at uh, as the year's gone on, um, you know, we did not win a road game until the playoffs. You know, we're 0-5 on the road in the, in, in the regular season and really had, you know, we had our four we had four home games. So um, I think we ran into some challenges there of how, you know, it took us a while to figure out how to play on the road. And, and I guess I think we figured it out the right time. Um, and so, you know, our one thing that we, we've done that has improved from the beginning of the year is being able to handle adversity, but also to be able to you know, really like not hurt ourselves. And we talk about that all the time. Like, Hey, 
all those things that take no talent, those five-year penalties, we can't have those things. You know, we got to make sure that we do the do the little things. And if we can do the little things, we'll just stack up and make it for a good night. And then, and obviously that happened, you know, last Friday against Great Falls High up in Great Falls. And, you know, I'm proud of the kids and the coaches for going on the road and getting a big win. I know last year you guys had so many seniors, 30-plus seniors there at Butte High. So what was the process like for this year's version of the Bulldogs to kind of become their own team? Yeah, you know, I think it just takes time. You know, you, you look at you had some you had some some return starters come back, and then you have you know a lot of spots that we were filling holes, in. and and so you know you had guys that's going to take time. You know, some young guys that were going to step up, and you know it's going to take them time to get to you know up to speed and and playing at that double A level because you know I, I thought our non conference schedule was was very challenging with senior and, and Great Falls High, and you know two good tough programs, and so you know and then you go right into conference play, and you got Helen High, who was the number two seed out of the West, so. You know, our first three weeks were challenging, and then it kind of, and then we played a little bit better, and then we had another little of a buzz off of playing, you know, Capitol Glacier Sentinel, you know, the three of those last four games, and so I, th- I feel like coming out of our Western AA, we're very challenged because we've we played some of the top teams in the state, and so um, yeah, it took us a little bit of time. You know, some young guys kind of stepped up and made some plays as the year went on, and and really got conf- confident and comfortable doing you know their job, and so. So we're, we're excited to go to, to Helena and play, you know, the mighty Bruins of Capitol High and, and uh, you know, give them our best shot. All right, Gray joining us here on Nuwana's Now, Butte High head football coach. They're coming off a 35-21 victory over Great Falls High to advance in the Class AA playoffs. Uh, how about last week then? What did your team do well? And how were you able to sort of uh, flip that score? I mean, 41-17 back in September. So you must have seen a lot of growth out of your guys what was the key? Because Great Falls High, they have a couple of the most individually talented guys in all of Class AA, you know, in Reed Harris and, and uh, the Longin kid who's such a great running back. So what would you guys do to kind of flip the script on the Bison? You were able to keep their offense off the field, you know, and, and then, you know, you know, we I think we had 79 plays. We ran the ball 54 times um, and were able to keep them off the field, which was huge. Um, and, and then when we were, you know, defensively, we were, make, we were able to make some big stops in, in key moments and, and, uh, you know, make plays. You know, that was the thing we controlled. The, we really controlled the ball the entire night. And, and that's probably the the one thing I, as you go back to the first time we played them, we did not run the ball really well. Um, and we're able to run the ball and play football. You're able to run the ball. And so, um, you know, that's, I'm, you know, proud of that offensive line and, and what they did and, and proud of our running backs and quarterbacks and receivers and, you know, offensively what they did. But then, like I said, defensively, look at this, you know, like, Reed Harris and Mountie, you know, they're, they're dudes. For you sure. Know, we're, we're, for us to be able to hold them to, really to hold them to, you know, to 14, they had a late touchdown. Um, you know, super proud of the way the defense played. After, you know, really, first drive of the game, you know, it was a great fall. I marched down, and you're like, ooh, we better get going. And we did, and they ended up making some big stops, you know, in you know in the red zone and, and big stops throughout the night. When it comes to running the ball, you, you guys have done it a variety of ways during my time following you, and it seems like this year – particularly you've, you've had a lot of quarterback run games. So um, what has been the key to that and how you guys been able to sort of go about running the football this specific year? Yeah, you look at that plus run run game with the quarterback running the ball has been huge for us. Obviously, you know, Jace does a great job with the ball in his hands and, and really, you know, but that thread of what we can do with the vertical passing game helps that out a little bit and we get a little bit softer coverages because of that. Um, and so, you know, I look at what we've done in the run game, you know, being as multiple as you can. Yeah, we've been, we've been a little bit more QB run heavy this year, but we've, you know, like Trey Hansen's done a, a great job of, of running the ball as the year's gone on. And so, 
like I said, man, O-line, man, up front. Those guys are just getting more confidence every day and, and uh, you know, blocking on the perimeter and it's going to help you. Now you got the Bears, the Bruins, the uh, the Bear of Class Double A's, nine and zero so far this season. Uh, they've buzzed through their schedule pretty darn good. Very talented on both lines, and also a bunch of skill guys to go around. So um, when you look at Helena Capital, what do you see? Well, you know they don't have many weak areas. Not even sure if they have one. You know, you look at what they do. You know what they've done, Coach Mahalish, and, and they built that program. And 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 what they do. I mean, you know, like trying to find. You know, there's not many weak links. If there's, like I said, I don't think there's any. I mean, I just think they're one of those teams that they're they're good up front. They're good in their, You know, they're their big. You know, their bigs are good. Their mediums are good. Their littles are good. You know, their littles aren't little, but that's what people understand. <laughs> right. Like, so you know, they're they're just a talented team, top to bottom. You know, obviously, there's a reason why they're nine and zero. They play the game the way it's meant to be played. They're physical. They're fast. Um, they're athletic and you know they do a good job of being multiple offensively and they do a good job defensively getting in your face and then you throw special teams they're just dynamic there as well so what a great challenge what an awesome thing for us to to get to go down there and play them and and uh you know what's gonna be a crazy night neat night down there in helena with two games going and um it's gonna make some make for some good football Telling Marsh, the big defensive end that's going to montana state he's been so impressive so far to me this year it seems like that's a guy you really got to have a plan for right yeah, you know, he just does. He's just so multiple in what he can do. He's just so athletic. He's got great, great hands, great feet, you know, plays with a motor. Um, I mean, he's just one of those players that, you know, disrupts the game on both sides of the ball. And so you, know, you got to know where he is at all times and, and then, you know, roll from there. All right, great. Joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. He's the head coach at Butte High. They play at Helena Capital on Friday night, 7.30 p.m. kickoff there from the capital city uh coach last thing for you then if you guys are going to pull the upset and beat the number one team in the state what's it going to take for butte high school hey just be consistent man do your job and have some fun man play play the game the way it's meant to be played and, and match their energy and and really to be honest with you you know take care of those things that take no talent you know those things that take no talent make sure that you're doing those things and make sure that you know just go out there and play you know it's a fun night. It's a fun game. It's a great game. It's going to be a great atmosphere. You know that. The energy is going to be high. We'll have a ton of people there. They'll have a ton of people there. And, and if we can just, you know, take care of the little things, the big things will happen. Butte at Helena Capital, one of four AA games on Friday night. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Best of luck on Friday. We'll catch up with you down the road. Hey, that's great. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm excited for a chance to see you again. Love that guy, man. One of Butte's finest. What a great member of the Mining City community. And uh, replacing 32 seniors is no joke. And for Butte to be back in the playoffs, I don't know. The Bulldogs are one of the, the teams that, when they've been really good this year, they've been scary. They have a really good quarterback in Jay Stenson, and they, they have a tough mentality. They have a great coach. So uh, we'll see. It, it'll it'll be a tough task for Helena Capital, but the Bruins look like a team on the, on a mission. You want us now, ESPN Radio. That was one of the best individual performances from across the state of Montana. We're going to take a look at some of the smaller schools and some of the standouts from the Class B playoffs as part of our Treasure State Stars. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bob 
Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. It's just so wild how I know that this is such a cliche thing to say. It's just so wild how fast time goes. The throws of football season, it throws me off so much. I was thinking in the in May when I turned 35, Snow is now, by the way, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN uh, MT app. I turned 35 in May. And uh, decided to make some some changes in my my personal life, and I was thinking, and uh, you know, I I, I gave up the drinking, uh, which has been quite a fascinating experience, especially living in a town, and I mean this in the best way that that loves to party. <laughs> I'm a little Montana man. Uh, people love to party, that's for sure, um, and that's been interesting for sure. But I I did notice that removing that from my life seemed to make time actually slow down a little bit because you're sort of uh, consciously in the moment a lot more. You're more present so you can sort of absorb things around you. But then we got into football season and we are so unbelievably busy here at ESPN MT as well as SkylineSportsMT.com that it's just like, man, it has been a whirlwind. I cannot believe like when October 22nd came around, which was like the judgment day that we had been talking about since July, it was like, boom, it happened. And then it was just like, chew me up, spit me out. What the hell just happened? Here we are. And now we're back at it. I, was, I crawled into bed at 2 a.m. on Saturday night, I guess Sunday morning as it were. And I, I realized it was actually the second earliest I'd gone to bed on a Saturday so far in football season. So I guess, I guess when you stay up till 4 in the morning working on your computer and trying to get all the stuff curated and, and out. I mean, that's what happens when games kick at 9.15 at night like they did a couple weeks ago or when you drive, you know, 485 miles back from Ogden, Utah after the football game's over. Regardless, it's crazy how fast time's flying, but now we're into one of the best parts of the year, especially when it comes to the high school slate. So let's dive into our Treasure State stars, some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. I'll tell you, uh, Andrew, I'm going to ask you about some soccer uh, people because I know you had some uh, in the uh, in the sports center, so uh, I'll cue you up for that here in just a little while. But here's some of your high school football Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union of uh, Western Montana. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan in Western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number one. The Shepherd High School football team. Love when little towns have breakthroughs that they haven't had in quite some time. Because you, you know, right now in Shepherd, the talk of the town of these kids. Shepherd beat Fairfield over the weekend in the Class B playoffs. And uh, that was their first playoff victory since 1995. 20-12, Shepherd beat Fairfield uh, this last weekend. So, I mean, that's cool, man. I mean, there's, there's probably people in, in town that were around last time they won a playoff game and... 
probably a whole bunch of people that weren't even born since the last time they won a playoff game. But congratulations to Shepard. Try to say star number two, young man who we had on the show a couple weeks ago, Kellen Curtis. He's a senior at Missoula Sentinel, and he scored four, count them, four touchdowns for the Spartans to help lead Sentinel to a 50-31 to win over Great Falls CMR. CMR was leading that game at halftime, but an offensive onslaught in the second half led by Kellen Curtis helped pace the uh, the Spartans to a victory. Treasure State star number three, Cody Schweikert. He has appeared on our Treasure State Stars one other time so far this year. He's a senior quarterback at Columbia Falls. He ran for three scores and also threw a pair of touchdowns as the Wildcats. The Wildcats, they lost uh, to, to Polson in an undefeated game that basically dropped them into the two slot in the north. But they were only a one-loss team, so they're certainly a team to be reckoned with here in the playoffs. And they showed it in a 48-0 win over Miles City. Schweikert, his touchdown passes went to Justin Widenauer and Jace Hill. So Columbia Falls, keep your eye on them. They're a potent offensive team. And Cody Schweikert uh, continues to set the pace there uh, for the Wildcats. Treasure State star number four, young man who we've talked about a lot over the last two years. He's the quarterback of the defending Class B state champion, Florence Falcons. It's Pat Duchesne. He threw touchdown passes to Tyler Abbott and Ethan Alexander this last week. And he also scored on quarterback runs two times as well. So four total touchdowns for uh, Pat Duchesne, the quarterback of the Florence Falcons, and Florence keeps their state title hopes, their hopes of repeating alive with a 47-13 win over Whitehall. Another Class B uh, standout, Tatum Hansen of Glasgow, he had four total touchdowns, including touchdown runs of 21 and 56 yards. And uh, all four touchdowns came on the ground for Tatum Hansen. And Glasgow beats Baker 34-12. to So impressive for them and impressive by Tatum Hansen. Four total touchdowns to lead Glasgow uh, past Baker. And Treasure State star number six, it's um, Cameron Mears of Malta. He had 172 yards rushing. And he also scored a touchdown, and Malta beats Red Lodge 34-13. So the Mustangs, certainly a contender uh, at the Class B ranks as well. Soccer State champions crowned across the state. Uh, here's what we're actually going to do. I want to give this a little bit of room to breathe. So uh, Church State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. We'll do a couple additional Treasure State Stars to get our number two kicked off. Our one in the books. Our two coming at you, we'll talk soccer, Big Sky Conference basketball, Big Sky Conference football, and we have a youth sports segment with Ryan Hanavan of the Sports Barn to let you know about some activities for your kiddos this upcoming winter season. All that next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at Advocates. 